Remember the good old days before Microsoft Word had autosave? You'd type up some important document and then your computer would freeze and you'd lose hours of work just because you forgot to hit save? Well, that's what it's like going online without ExpressVPN. Every time you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether it's in an airport, a hotel, a cafe, or anywhere, your online data is not secure. Any person on that same network who knows what they're doing can gain access to your personal data. Bank logins, credit card details, passwords, all the stuff you don't want people seeing. Unfortunately, hacking has become much easier than it used to be. People don't even have to be exceptionally skilled to do it, and there's a lot of money to be made by selling your information on the dark web. ExpressVPN stops hackers from stealing your data by creating a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. It's incredibly easy to use. Once the app is running, you literally click one button to get protected. And it works on your phone, laptop, tablet, and more, so you can stay protected on the go. I've been using ExpressVPN for a little while now, and I can rest easy knowing my info is safe and secure. I've heard horror stories of people who've been hacked, and it sounds like a massive pain to try to get any resolution in the aftermath, so I am not interested in finding out what that process is like. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash slashfilm. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash slashfilm, and you can get an extra three months free. expressvpn.com slash slashfilm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year has gone by incredibly quickly, but it's always nice to pause and take stock. What's something you're proud of in 2024 so far? What's something you still want to accomplish this year? I know I'm guilty of falling into a routine and not always thinking about the bigger picture, but as the great Ferris Bueller once said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. So it's crucial to take a moment to celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can help you contextualize your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. As you surely know by now, it's not only for people who have experienced major trauma. Therapy is helpful in all kinds of ways, including learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you've been considering trying therapy, check out BetterHelp. It's fully online and was specifically designed to be flexible and customizable to your schedule. To get started, just fill out a brief questionnaire that matches you up with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com FilmDaily today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash film daily. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Slash Film Daily. This is Slash Film Editor-in-Chief Peter Soda, and I am here today with... Stephen Weinshold from Collider.com. And we are still here in Las Vegas at CinemaCon, the convention for our movie exhibitors. Uh, we did a report earlier today from the Disney presentation. We just got out of the Warner Brothers presentation, and we're going to go over all the cool things we saw there, highlighting the next year and uh, more of Warner Brothers movies. Yeah, we got to see a bunch of stuff, including Aquaman, Fantastic Beast 2, Mowgli, uh, totally. Stars yeah. Born. We're going to talk about that. Let's start with the Stars Born. Absolutely. So, what is the Stars Born? Well, for people that don't realize, uh, Bradley Cooper, the actor you recognize from The Hangover and a million other things, uh, he this is his directorial debut. It's a remake of the film from the '70s with Chris Christopherson. Uh, Bradley Cooper plays the older rock star, and he recruits Lady Gaga, who is um, the new. Uh, the person they have a romantic relationship they're making music together uh so there's been a lot of talk about this because it's lady gaga and bradley cooper uh but the it was to me the highlighted it's the highlight of the footage we saw in terms of like a great looking trailer an awardsy kind of movie really just a good looking film uh for me and uh 
Uh, for people that don't realize, they both sing live in the film, and Bradley Cooper's not a musician, but it has that feel of authenticity, and it feels like you're there on the road with them, and people, and like, you're on the stage with like 60,000 people screaming. And yeah, I look. almost want to say it's like uh, gritty, but it's not gritty, it, it, and it's not like... Uh, nostalgic, like uh, almost famous, but it's it's almost it almost has like this feel of like a seventies concert film. Like you like yes, that's yeah. And Lady Gaga, I know I saw her I saw her on American Horror Story. I haven't seen her, her act in other things. I'm not sure if she has. She's done other uh, stuff, but this is the big one. But this look, she looks really good. I mean, like as an actress, sure. Like it, like it looks like it's a special performance, and the music. It looks really good. This yep. looks like it could be something special. I mean, it's coming out in October, which means, for people that don't realize, October is like award season. It means most likely that the film is going to get like a TIFF, a Toronto Film Festival birth, or a Telluride birth, and that's when they'll bring, you know, they'll continue platforming the film or having it in, a war, in a, the festival circuit coming out in October. But, I mean, this is an example of a great-looking trailer and a great-looking trailer getting everyone excited. And but you yeah. know a great looking trailer can only exist when the movie has the footage. Yeah, you know, and it's just like what comes through. I think to me is the vulnerability of those performances that we see from both Bradley Cooper, who didn't want to sing up on stage live for the, sure. the this movie, and, and Lady Gaga, who you know obviously is uh, you know a sing a singer but not sure an actress by uh, trade. Or I, I guess now she is, but. I, I can just say that regarding A Star is Born, a lot of you, I'm sure, are going to be curious about when can you watch it. I am sure Warner Brothers will have this online within two weeks. You know, this is absolutely yeah. coming soon. It's a com totally completed trailer. Um, uh, it looked great, and I think you guys will think the same. I know the audience wants to hear us talk about Aquaman. So DC and Aquaman. They started out with this DC sizzle reel, uh, kind of like they should like this. I don't know what you want to call it. It's almost an illustration of like, the what they're calling the modern DC uh, cinematic universe, which I, it, it zoomed out so fast I couldn't see all the characters there. But uh, basically, it, it was it started with Aquaman, it went into Shazam, yeah. and then it went into uh, uh, Patty Jenkins talking about Wonder Woman two. Yeah. Let's touch on Wonder Woman two real fast. Um, we just had Patty Jenkins in the in the preview of the footage. You saw Cheetah and Wonder Woman fighting. Like, it was all, not, not like footage, it was um, story... Like Animatics a, or like comic concept book art, yeah. yeah. it was like comic booky stuff. Uh, but and and Jenkins, con Jenkins confirmed that it's going to be set in the 80s, and yep. uh, she's going to be struggling uh, with the temptations of her world and face extraordinary odds, is what she said. Sure, I am looking forward to the 80s fashion. Uh, but there's <laughs> really nothing else besides like a 2019 release date. Yeah, it was they, very minor. They didn't have anything. Yeah. Uh, we sh we sh uh, they showed some uh, Shazam. Uh, do we want to let's do Aquaman first? Okay, so Aquaman first. Okay, right. fine. Aquaman. Um, the what do you want to say about? It? They showed a trailer. Uh, well, it was an unfinished, very the, unfinished. The, the first thing is James Wan. Uh, the cast was there. James Wan came out and basically said, "I don't want to show anything, but the studio made me." And it's because he's clearly been underwater. <laughs> uh, no pun intended. <laughs> trying to do all these VFX because it's a VFX heavy movie. You know, a lot of the film takes place underwater. Um, it's Aquaman. Um, so the situation is that he showed a very rough trailerish sizzle type thing, and some of the shots were it looked final. 
and some of the shots were completely animatic and yeah. completely not ready. Um, it, it looked to me like it was a work in progress for what the teaser trailer we're going to eventually get, maybe at Comic-Con or whenever that hits, is going to be. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's early days, but some of the highlights from the trailer, uh, the first, uh, uh, the first stuff of Black Manta, yeah. um, which he looks just like right out of the comics, yeah. um, Aquaman kicking some ass, uh, seeing uh, Patrick Wilson as Aquaman's brother and them fighting in like a pit. Um, the underwater city of Atlantis looks huge. Massive. I, I, very different than I thought it was going to look like. Massive. Uh, you know what? I was surprised. Like, there's so many different locations from around the globe. Like, they're on, like, the sand dune somewhere. They're, like, you, you know, it, it's just, like, I just assumed that this was going to take place kind of, like, in two locations, like, underwater. Sure. And, yeah. I'm trying to be very, um, I, I think it's reported that I did a thing on this, right? I, I don't know. Okay, so I, <laughs> if I did, if it's not out there, so, like, I might have done a set visit on, on Aquaman, so I don't want to say what I know. Yeah, yeah. I can only base what I'm saying on what we saw downstairs. Yeah. I'm trying to be very careful. But in the footage downstairs, there was them walking in a very large sand dune type thing. Yeah, yeah. There was not just underwater. Um, There's and a bunch of different locations from around the world. Uh, to quote Peter, a bunch of locations. There, uh, you know, the whole thing climaxes in this war scene that looks like Braveheart style, but under the water yes. with uh, sea creatures and uh, sea men and women riding sea creatures and vehicles that look like sea creatures. It looked epic. Yeah, the, the thing is, it's very, listen, this is obviously a very heavy CGI movie, but unlike CGI where you see like a doomsday or these creatures that don't look real, this is more CGI trying to make believable things under the water. You know, as you said, the sea creatures, look, who the fuck knows? But uh, I believe in James Wan. The footage looked really cool. It looked massive in scope. And... It just looked really cool, and but ultimately James Wan has made film after film that he's delivered the goods, you know, like yeah, and it looked really really cool. They showed uh, some footage from uh, Shazam or some so making of footage. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, this looks like uh, Jingle All the Way to me. Oh, it really? Stop. It might be that it's set during Christmas. It stop. might be his outfit is kind of like stop. that Rocket Man. No, I don't know. Right, I, the muscles look kind of like padded. It doesn't. Sure. I don't um, know. I will just say that, and this, because I was able to tweet last week, I did a set visit literally last week on Shazam. Mm -hmm. And so... Defend yourself. So I will, <laughs> I am not allowed to say anything that I saw on that set. Yeah. But I am allowed to say what we saw in the footage downstairs. We, we agree. I want to make, I'm being very careful yeah, yeah, how I yeah. position this. So the footage that we saw downstairs, we, sh we saw Shazam in a convenience store with a kid we saw shazam standing on set with a costume that looked like it lit up here it was bright yeah um we saw you're pointing to your chest yes uh we saw um him we saw some of the comic book stuff i want to be very careful what i say yeah. uh we saw some of the comic book stuff and i don't think people care enough about shazam for you to describe yeah i gotta be very but you know like i i'm under embargo i have to yeah, be well, very what, careful what's your opinion of it I'm saying to you, based on the footage, purely on the stuff we saw downstairs, yeah. um, I there's not enough of what we saw downstairs to have an accurate opinion. Do you see where I'm coming for a jingle yeah, all the way? Yeah, I do. I want to say so much more. I will say that I disagree with your assessment on jingle all the way. 
but I understand because of how little you saw downstairs why you could be nervous. I am much more confident. Yeah. And that's all I can say. Yeah. And they were pitching as, uh, you know, big, but with superheroes, which is, is the concept. Oh, no, and we also saw, wait, that's true. It's, uh, they and they said, showed him on, on, uh, on the uh, keyboard doing the chopsticks from Big. Yeah, in a store, yeah. Yeah, and uh, um, Zachary Levi Levy uh, looks awesome in the part. Uh, but that's all they showed from DC. It was just those three things. Uh, no mention of Batman, no mention of anything else. Yeah. We, we need to move on. Let's move on to It Chapter 2. Sure. They, they haven't gone into production on this yet, so we don't, uh, uh, you know, we didn't get to see any footage, but they did, like, an interview kind of thing, promising that it's going to be the same humor, the same... Uh, scarier. Horror. It's, yeah, it's going to be scarier, more intense. Um, also, it goes, they confirmed it goes into production this summer, comes out in September of 2019. Uh, Andy, the director, said that you're going to need adult diapers. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, you know, there you go on that. But um, uh, but there was, I mean, nothing. And also, they talked about the Conjuring universe, Conjuring franchise, yeah, the nun cinematic and universe. All that stuff. So they showed footage from the Nun uh, and talked about the the success of the Conjuring movies and how James Wan talked about how when they made the Conjuring, you know, uh, James and Lorraine had all these stories, and so it's you know, there's plenty more to tell. Yeah, you know, I don't think people care about that. They let's move on. Let's move on to something that no one has seen, and that is. Uh, Mowgli. Oh, yeah. The Andy Serkis Jungle Book movie. Uh, you know, when they, John Thyroy was making his Jungle Book movie, Andy Serkis was making his own performance capture Jungle Book movie. Uh, it's been a year or two since it's been, then. It's been a while, but they had to wait a while yeah. to make sure that the Disney Jungle Book movie had been sort of like, you know, people forgot and, about it And a it's funny, in this trailer that we got to see, uh, this temp, temp, uh, working, work in progress trailer. I think that was the trailer. Or was the trailer? Yeah, I think that was, uh, the, that the, was just the first trailer. They're pitching it as the darkest, or the, yeah, the darkest retelling of this masterpiece. They're, they're like trying to differentiate this from Disney's Jungle Book. And it is definitely different. This it is, is a different, way... but it doesn't look that dark to me. Oh, I thought it looked much darker, and also it looked like creepier, and it looked it looks did, a little creepier. It did not look like the Disneyized version of the Jungle Book. Well, the Disneyized version of the Jungle Book, the live action one with John Favreau, uh, had like had animals that looked live action, but like they were kind of caricatured animals. Uh, John, uh, John Favreau is doing Lion King, which we talked about in the Disney thing, which is photorealistic animals. That's, that's what this looked like. Yes. It looked like photorealistic, kind of creepy animals. Sure. Also, in this one, you have like Christian Bale, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cate uh, Blanchett. You have all these actors playing motion capture uh, creatures. Um, and ultimately, uh, I saw uh, Breathe, um, or Breath. It's Breath. Uh, Andy Serkis' movie. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. This is his, he shot this before Breath. But this has been in post-production forever. I thought it looked really dark and creepy, and it looked way different, and ultimately that's what it has to be. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, because... It, it's weird because the, they have some of the same scenes that we see. I mean, obviously, it's based on the same property. Sure. But you, you see the elephant with the, the whatever in the kit. Like, it's just like... Uh, the only thing I'm nervous about, and this, this it seems too similar to me. It still this, seems too similar. That's not the issue for me. The issue for me is that I thought it looked really cool, but who is the movie for? Because it looks like it could be really dark for kids, and then do adults want to go see a movie that stars a kid? Yeah. Like, I mean, the but I also don't think it looks dark enough for adults to be like, "Oh, this is a cool look." I, I'm dark retelling. I'm of a this big. Thing. I'm a big fan of Andy Serkis. 
I'm always, oh, I'm, I'm going to see this first day uh, because I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah. Uh, but uh, moving on, I mean, I thought the trailer looked interesting and cool, and it's going to obviously be online within the next week yeah. or two. We, we, we only have one last film to talk about, and that's Fantastic Beasts and The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, you this know, is the newer uh, trailer that hasn't been released yet. Yeah, and they're really playing up uh, Hogwarts, uh, Dumbledore, Magic, and uh, Johnny Depp's creepy character who looks like an albino Johnny Depp. And, uh, and the trailer ends with uh, the introduction of Nicholas Flamel. Is that you pronounce Flamel? I think yeah. so, yes. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, this is one of those that I'm seeing on opening day. <laughs> like, there's no question. I thought it was really cool to see Dumbledore teaching um, back at uh, Hogwarts when he was much younger, uh, Jude Law. Yeah. Um, and it, listen, I mean, has, there's no way... All of us aren't going. So you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, I just, for me, it's like, I want to learn, I want to see a little bit, but I don't want to see too much because yeah. we're all going to this, Yeah, you know? And this is the second of supposedly what's going to be a five film uh, franchise. Yeah. Well, the thing about Fantastic Beasts for me is I didn't love the characters and I love the world. I love the wizarding world. Uh, it seems like they are doing a pivot here. They're going more towards Hogwarts and stuff that we know and not like it's traveling true. the world as much as we thought they were going to do. And you know what? To me, that's a good thing. It gets me excited. I'm going to be there opening night or at the it's, it's or whatever. So, it's so interesting because you bring up an excellent point. The I also didn't love the characters as much as I love the world. And you wonder, like, the first movie sets up the thing. Everyone went. But with the second movie doing the Hogwarts thing and going back to places we know, it's almost like it's hooking the all of us who are not were lukewarm on some of the characters, hooking, like, making these characters that you're lukewarm about be put in familiar places where you might care about them more. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, you're going to be with them in movie three, four, and five. For sure. You know, it's just... Anyway, look, I, I thought the yeah. Warner Brothers panel was solid. Oh, and all... Will Arnett hosted, and he was hilarious, and all... They brought in all the stars from all the movies. But, like, you know, actually, reiterating jokes and stuff is not going to Sure, there's actually, there's actually one movie I want to... Has the trailer for Tag been released? Yeah, there's been a ton of, there's okay, been a couple, I think. Yeah, that's a little I know. Um, I thought the trailer today for that looked like They a showed lot. a scene from that, actually. They showed, like, this kind of slow motion scene that you see in the trailer of uh, Jeremy Renner's character kind of avoiding getting tagged. And it's almost like Sherlock Holmes-style uh, brilliance of his mastery of the game of tag. Sure, it also moves in, like, slow motion. He's like a secret, it's like... It's like Jeremy Renner from like a Bourne movie with like meets like uh, Ethan Hunt. Like it's just it, yeah, yeah. It's it was a it, the, very funny. You know the crowd went crazy here. I liked the trailer, but I don't know. I didn't love the stuff I saw today. I was kind of yeah. oh, I'm, I'm actually this is my first time seeing. Yeah. Like I, I laughed a lot and I love the cast. Yeah. So I'm I'm totally in. Okay, so that does it for this totally. uh, this edition. Steve, where can we find more of your work online? You might find me on Collider and. You can find me at SlashFilm.com and at SlashFilm on Twitter. Uh, Collider Frosty and all that stuff. That We're going to be here for the next few days. Plenty more stuff. Uh, thanks for watching and uh, have a fantastic night.